Okay, Booker Tev, Marai Rabotai, Dalzayim Abayz, about uh, seven or eight lines down, beginning of the line. We had already established over the last uh, week uh, that the Allah is by a Mitzara, that Rabbi holds that a Mitzara during the Mukhlet period is allowed to have Tashmish with his wife, but it's only after the Mukhlet period and he's going through the Tower process, that's when he has to separate from his wife. And we had a, a steer and Brysus, and the steer and Brysus uh, did not differentiate on that Nakuda I just mentioned to you. They both agree that you're allowed to have Tashmish during Hefflet. You cannot have Tashmish in the period afterwards. It is only a question of what's more important to him, Tzafsa of his wife or Tzafsa of the Alma. And that itself is a Gemara that uh, we will not share with our wives, or we could selectively share with our wives only the, other, the, the first one and not the second one. That uh, a man would rather be in the Tzairah and separate from his wife. Yeah, and she would say, "I don't want you to be a <laughs> I, I want you to watch the kids, <laughs> but the, that's a whole different story. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a thought yesterday, and the, re- yeah. the reason why we don't apply this to single people and say, "Well, we'll examine you so you could leave earlier," because yeah. What, sneers or something like that? Yes, yeah, sneers, low plug. You know, yeah. we, once, once, uh, once we have a policy, we're not going to have a, you know, we'll check singles on Cholamoy, we're not going to check married people. Yeah, that, that's, that's usually how these things work. Okay, so says, uh, you know, says the Gemara's files. Lememro de Mukhlot, Mutter Betashramita. So you mean to say that someone who's Mitzar Mukhlot is allowed to have Tashramita? And again, this is really primarily asking the Shita Rebbe, because we're going to see in the Bryce that there are those who don't say that. But, you know, Rebbe really holds. That someone who is a Mitzar Mukhlat is Latav Tashramita, which Gemara says, in, yeah, in fact, that is the case. But Tanya, we even have a Brisa that supports that position. What does it say? One should go outside of his tent for seven days. She Asr Batashramita. This is a hint to the fact that it's Asr Batashramita during some period of time during the Mitzvah process. Vain Olo El Yishto, because the word Ohel, when he says go outside the Ohel, and Ohel is reference to his wife, Shanamar, Lech and Morlehem, Shuvu Lachem, Lo Alechem. Go and tell them they can go back to their tents, which is a reference to the fact that uh, even though they had separated Jeremiah and Sinai, they can now go back to their tents and uh, be intimate with their wives. The Pasuk says, for seven days you should count, which is a hint to us that when are you going, it's Yimei Sviroi, only during the Yimei Sviroi, which is the counting days after your Mitzvah Mukhlat, and it's not the Yimei Chaluto, it's not those days which again would be like the sheet that we had earlier, which we're going to see soon is the sheet of Rebbe as well, is that during the Mitzar Hechlet period, you're allowed to have Tashanamita, but the period after you're not allowed to. So you're, so you're over at Saras, but you're still not Tahar yet? Is that what it is? You, seven days? You're over at Saras, and it's kind of a, it's like a middle ground. Like you're allowed, you ought to come back. Right, but fully but Yeah, but they, they kind of prescribed a certain exit process, you know, to be able to go through. So you're not Tahar yet yeah. until this happened in seven days? You, you, you landed uh, in America after your international flight, but you didn't oh, yeah. go through uh, yeah, yeah. customs yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's uh, something along those lines. Okay. Riosi, Rihuda, Eimer, Shivas, Yamim, Sviroi, Kavacham, Yamechaluta. So he agrees that the drasha works that is telling you that it uh, applies to the seven days of Sphero, but if you're telling me it applies to the seven days where you're basically no longer a Mitzayrah, then Kavachaymer should apply when you're an intense Mitzayrah, right? You know, it's not even just Hesker, we're talking about Hechlet. You're an intense Mitzayrah. There's so many Chumras that apply to that period of time um, that it would, make, it would make sense to say, if we are going to tell you that it's also there, then it's a Kavachaymer to tell you that it's also during Hechlet as well. Is this father and son? Father and son, what do you mean? Because this is Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yosef. Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't feel good. I don't remember. I don't okay. Know, yeah. It is? Okay, there you go. Now, V'amar Rabbi Chia, Danti Lifnei Rabbi. 
Now Reb Chia says, I judged, I evaluated this, this, this concept in front of Rebbe. And I said to him, My dear Rebbe, teach us. Yosem was only born to Uziyahu, the king. Only during his period of time of being Matzar Heklet. As we established yesterday, there was a king by the name of Uziyahu. Uziyahu became a Matzaira Mukhlat. He was a Matzaira Mukhlat for the rest of his life. And if you do the math over there, you'll find out that Yosem, his son, was born during that window of time. So we're seeing that apparently, again, assuming Uziyahu was doing the right thing, Uziyahu was having relations with his wife during the period of time he was a Matzaira Mukhlat. Yosem was born. So that seems to say that a Matzaira Mukhlat is allowed to have Tashmish. So Amr Allah, Rabbi said back to Rebekiah, Afani Kachamarti. That's what I said. Yeah, that's hundred percent correct. That is my shita. You're allowed to have uh, Tashmish during the period of time of Mitzar Mukhla, which fits perfectly with the Shita of Yudah. So we're totally fine with that. But either way, what we see is is that we start off with the beginning with the question of do you mean to say that Mitzar Mukhla could have Tashmish? And the answer is yeah, Mitzar Mukhla according to Rabbi could have Tashmish, that's totally fine. Now the Gemara just wants to know what is the machlek is exactly uh, between the two shitas of is it a kavachaymer to Mitzar Mukhlad or is it not a kavachaymer to So, what is the Makhlaikah? So, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yosir Behuda Savar, Rabbi Yosir Behuda holds Gali Rachman of Yemesviro. The Gilui of this concept that there's an Isatashish Bechlal is by Yemesviro, the Koshikim Mechaluta, and it's a kavachaymer to Yemechaluta. So, you don't have to speak it out by both, you have a kavachaymer in place, you get both periods of time. Umar Savar, my de Gali Gali, my de Gali Lo Gali, and the other one holds. That whatever was revealed was revealed. If it was not revealed, it was not revealed. And we read yesterday together Taisus, that's the last thing we did yesterday, where Taisus says, Well, Kavachimer is a Kavachimer. You know, Kavachimer, you don't have to have a Messiah to have a Kavachimer. As long as it's a logical Kavachimer, you should say that Kavachimer. So, what exactly is the Svara of Rabbi Huda to say, No, no Kavachimer is Megala by Sphero, it's not going to apply by Chaluta. So, we gave three different answers. The first one was, uh, very vague because it just says maybe there's some sort of pircha, which basically means maybe there's some area where a uh, the Yimei Sviro is in fact more machmer than Yimei Chaluto that it breaks the Kavachimer. That's answer number one that we gave. Answer number two that we gave was um, or we could say the whole concept of the Mitzar is a Chiddush and therefore you cannot do Kavachimers from Chiddushim because maybe basically it's a Chiddush and therefore it's unique there and just let it be where it is. Or he says that the words Zayin Yamim are Mashmamiyat, that it's coming to limit it in some way, and therefore we're going to limit it. It's limited to where it actually says it, and you cannot extrapolate on your own to bring it other places, but it is an important taisus because otherwise, if you have, anytime you have a Kalvachimer, the other person, the other party has to accept that Kalvachimer and can't be like, no, I don't like your Kalvachimer. I, I want to say it where I want to say it. I don't want to say anything more. Kalvachimer is a pure logic, and if the logic applies, then you should be compelled to follow that logic. You do have three pretty good outs here to apply for yeah. future uh, yeah. rebuttals. Yeah, so the, the first one is way too broad for me. <laughs> because, you know, any time someone says a couple of claims, the other one doesn't, you can give Tysus this vague answer of, maybe there's some answer, why not? <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, that's, it's easy, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Tysus does say it. So, it's, uh, so but go back the other way. What does Rabbi Yossi do with the case of Uziah? He, he says um, he wasn't he was in Mokhlan that case? Yeah, so um, I, I, don't, I don't fully know. I don't fully know. Um, I don't fully know. I don't fully know. Yeah, I mean, you could. I, I, I don't want to say it without knowing that. That's the problem. Okay, Tessa talks about it. One second, let me see what he says.
Tesis says that there's a way you can work out the math that, um, that he wasn't a Muchlet yet. It was the same year and, and he was conceived right before his... I mean, if you look at the math-wise, it seems to be the year he became a Messiah was the year that Yosem was conceived. But you could, again, I'd have to sit down and do the, crunch the math. But he does say there's a way you could, you could crunch the numbers that he was conceived right before the... In the, in the same year as he became a Messiah, but right before he, um, he became a Messiah, he had conceived. And then after that, he became a Messiah. So, Tessus does address your question. And, uh, okay, fine. I guess you might have to say back to that. Then, like, then it's no longer as compelling anymore. It's, it's not a proof. But uh, regardless, we still have the fundamental machlegs. Whether you, you have a proof from Uzio or not, that they do have machlegs of, of Madagali, or do we say they call the Chamber or not? Okay, it's smack in the middle of Tazdim Asli Yaisel. Even if you just want to underline it for yourself, um, he says uh, uh, right there, Ein Rebiyosi Behuda Muksha. You see, right, right smack in the middle of Tazdim, a little, little past the halfway point. Um, first two words I'm going to be makom, and then Ain says, but despite all the math that we just did, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda is not refuted. Because you could say, that he got his nega at the end of the year, but the conception was at the beginning of the year. So just if you, in case you want to do that, it's Rikamakom uh, Ain. Uh, is the word Ain over there? Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's addressing that question. Okay, so says the, uh, the Gemara Vaita. You're telling me that everything's dependent on the Mitzayr, on the, on the Kayin? And again, even though we used that line earlier, um, only in the Shita that says, uh, like Rameyer, that you can even choose not even to give an answer if you don't want to give an answer, Lamaisa, both Shitas agree that it's all based on the Kayin, because the second Shita of the Chachamim, which is Rabiosi, just choosing not to go is also showing it's in the hands of the Mitzayr. The fact you could choose not to go either is what it is. If someone has symptoms, whether or not the doctor shows up at your house, you are sick if it's talking about a physical illness. So we're clearly seeing that by Tsaras, it really is nothing unless the Kohen makes the call. So you're really telling me that it's B'Kohen Talia Milsa, to which the Gemara responds similarly like we did just a few lines ago. And yes, that in fact is the luck when it comes to Tsaras. It's completely dependent on the Kohen. Vatanya, and we have a Bryce again, B'Nechusa, to support this position. Why? What does it say? It says, Uviyoim Kira Oisboy. End quote. On the day that you see him, which is a reference to the Kohen coming to see the Mitzrayah, which we come in from there, there are days you see him, and the days you don't see him. From here we say, okay, so we're referring to the Mikan Amr, let me just explain simply what it's saying. Like, it's talking about it in a very like, laissez faire type of way. On the day that you choose to see him is, is the mashmos that Chazal got from that Pasuk. What do you mean, the, cha- the day that you choose to see him? It's mashmos that there's some days if you choose not to come, you're not going to come see them, which is giving us this feeling of that's B'kayin Talia Milsa, that's in the Kayin's hands. If he, if he makes it there, if he, if he gets stuck in traffic, he doesn't come till the next day. So he didn't see him that day, he'll make him tell me the next day. That's the mashmos that they're getting from this Pasuk of Uva Yom Heira Osboy. So, the shmos that maybe the procedure can only be performed during the day. Um, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, uh, you know, I, I can't get into the mechanics now, you know, knowing always why they are hanging on one word or another. So, so it says over here again, Uvahatani, we have a price of the support. It says, end quote, Yesh Yom There's days that you see, some days you don't see. Mikan Amr, from here they say, very fascinating halacha. Chasan shenolu boy nega. If you have a chasan during the seven days of Shtever Brachas that has a nega born on him, nostin lo zayimei amishta. Loi ulebesai ulekusai. It falls in the middle of, of Shtever Brachas. So again, if it was not based on the coin at all, 
it was just based on the facts, and he has all the symptoms, we would say, there goes Shevet Brachas, he's a Messiah, going to isolation, going to confinement. But since we believe it's Bukhari Talia Milsa, that's the reason why if a chassan gets it, we say to him, don't worry about it, it's nothing at all until after Shevet Brachas is over, and then we're going to come back and pask in it. But in the meantime, him, his clothing, and everything are completely off the hook. So can we spin it into today's time? So a guy's got a million dollar deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, we're going to see that there is a concept of like which means is it only because it's a mitzvah? But what if it's not a mitzvah? What if it's just a you know optional thing? Yeah, I I I do wonder if there is some wiggle room for those types of things. It's not so common that we factor in loss of potential profit. It's not as common. There's a bigger difference between losing money you already have versus the inability to gain more things. But at the same time, um, you know, it, I could definitely see it as a factor in the psak. So if I was a coin, I guess you're taking notes for your future job. Yes. You know, sometimes when you have a house inspection, you hope the inspector is like a nice guy. I would want you to be my kohen. I hope, I hope to never have saras. But, you know, yeah. What, what, what did you say? It depends on the buyer and seller. Yeah. Well, if you're trying to get an appraisal for your mortgage, you, so want, you want it to be a good one. Based on interest, I wonder if there was bribery going on. Now, that's actually very funny. I mean, it's, it's a funny situation to have bribery because it's totally based on him. He sees it with his own eyes. It's actually saras. But you slip him a couple of bucks. I don't see anything here. I wonder if, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. And the funny thing is, is that I bet you there are people that were comfortable doing that and like didn't care about the fact that they had Sarah. Oh, with the coin guttle and everything like that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm saying you decided who you give your coin to for your certain. For Yeah, for Truma. Yeah. You drop off Truma the whole year. I wonder if you could order. I wonder if you could order your own. I wonder if you order your own coin for the inspection. Seem to get a little, could get messy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could. I, 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 you probably shouldn't be able to. I'm sure there's like a, 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 a service where they have Kohanim available to do inspections. Yeah, exactly. Besides, yeah, exactly what Danny said, it's an intricate halacha. I can't imagine every every Kohen happened to know all the halachas of Tsaras to even be comfortable passing the Shiloh. She probably had the expert Dayanim who were, you know, Paiskim on Tsaras anyway, so he probably had less of an issue. And just like a Kohen, just like a Dayan can't be, um, you know, influenced at all. I mean, Rabbi Gadayadov Schwartz's poker face was the best of all of history. Like, he'd be sitting, in, you know, with the biggest comedian ever, and he'd keep a straight face. And he said he trained himself never to show his cards, so to speak. It's like, you know, part of it is like he, he's not swayable at all. And Ray Reese is pretty good at that too. I'm saying like, that's how Dayanim are. I'm imagining the Kohanim or the Dayanim for this also were people, people of very high integrity who cannot be swayed. But otherwise, I definitely hear what you're saying. Either the, what? What did you say? I was going to do my Rebbe Schwartz impression. Paul would have liked it. Yeah. Anyway, the point being is, uh, yeah, my father's smichas from Rebbe Gadiel Schwartz. He's honoring. Yeah. So, over here, the chosses, he decides not to go or he goes to coin the coin system? Well, it could be either way. The point is, is that. Uh, is that let's say just he innocently doesn't know this halacha, he doesn't know my cotton does and he calls up the coin and they're like uh, he's like do you mind coming but like 
Uh, it's a little tough week for me to become a sir. I'm, I'm uh, you know, the week of Sarah. They'll, 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 they'll say we're not going to come. Yeah, we're building a built in honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying, yeah, I'm just trying to think when, when are the first ones that start off. When are the first ones that start off? When are the first ones that start off? When are the first ones that start off? When the first ones that start off? When are the first ones that start off? When are the first ones that Uzio was the king. He couldn't get away. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, so what do we got here? We Loi, Ulebesa, Uluksusai, Vechain, and as well, Samalachaberegel. If someone gets a ras in the middle of the regel, Nosin Lo Shiva Simea Regel, you give him the seven days of the regel, and we, we push it off. It's a taiva they're doing to him. So it's funny, it's kind of similar to our entire sugya in the Mishnah of can you pass him during Cholomoi, but this is a whole different story. This is just don't ruin his regal and don't get involved and push it off until the regal. Divrei Rabbi Huda, that's the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Oimer, Einot Tzarech, which means you don't have to, um, you don't have to, basically what Rabbi is saying is you don't have to teach me that you're allowed to do it for a mitzvah like by Aliyah Laregel or by a chassan, because you can even do it for mundane, uh, optional matters. Rabbi Oimer, Einot Sarech, Harihu Oimer, because it says as follows, V'tziva ha-koyen ifufinu es habayis. What happens is, is if a coin goes into a house and senses there might be tzaras over there, you know what he does? It's the most amazing thing. It's even after he assesses the situation and sees that it's tzaras, until he, so to speak, gives the official, like, bang of the gavel and says, you have tzaras, there's no tzaras. So he says to the Balabas, Ufinu as a bias, clear out the house, because if we have the house passing the Nesaras and all the furniture is inside, it becomes, uh, you know, Menuga as well, becomes afflicted. But if he tells them to clear everything out and bring it out to the streets and do a, a complete, um, you know, a complete, uh, what's the word? Uh, not depleting, what's the word I'm looking for? Eviction <laughs> into the street, then at least he's able to save all his stuff. Uh, the Mephorshim do tell us that this is actually generally a moment of shame for the Balabais, aside from the shame of the eviction itself, is that all those times the neighbors ask him to devour things and he says, oh, I don't have that. You know, I, I, don't, I don't have uh, whatever you know, appliance you ask for or that type of thing you ask for. And all of a sudden you see his pile sitting outside in the street. It's part of the shame of the Mitzayra. Like, oh, I guess uh, he did have it and he was lying to me this entire time. But the point being is, is that that's a complete Dvar It's not for a Mitzvah. A Chassan during Shevrach is a Mitzvah to be Mitzvah Chassan Mikal Shevrach. Regal is a Mitzvah Lila Regal. Over here, it's not a Mitzvah. It's just a, an optional mundane matter of saving all this stuff. And even for that, the coin says, let's hold off. Let's wait a little bit until I pass in the Shaila. So it's even more so we're proving the coin is based on the coin not just for mitzvah things it's based on the coin totally so again kind of like what they was saying before is that uh, in theory if someone would say like you know coin please 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 give me another day of a massive business deal tomorrow and, you know I, again I, I don't know if he would actually do it but at least it's a hobby me to say such a thing we're clearly caring about his property here so maybe we care about him in that particular case I don't know if I want to be the you know if you're doing a business deal with somebody usually um, trust is a big part of the deal. And if he sees that you're a, a Baalash and Hara with Sarasal over your body, I don't know if he uh, would be interested in doing a deal with you, but maybe you get a good enough shirt to cover it up and you'll be okay. Uh, fine. Either way, that's what we have. Let's read Rebbe again inside. So Rebbe Oimer, Enot Sarech, you don't have to teach me by Dvar Mitzvah, because Hari Oimer, it even says, V'tziva HaKoyin Upinos Abayis, the Kohen commands and to him to clear out the house. Imam Tinam Dvar if you wait for him, even when it comes to Rishus usually means like optional, but optional, mundane, non-mitzvah matters. Kol shekin l'dvar mitzvah. Now the Gemara just asks, like, like, so where do they get these different conclusions from? 
you know, why did one have to bring the pasuk, you know, bring it out by, by the first pasuk and tell us that it's by mitzvahs, etc. So he simply says, my benayu, what's the difference of how they interpret these halachas? Amar Abaye, mashmoz dorshin ike benayu. It's simply a fundamental machlokas of mashmoz. Um, do you hear what was heard in that pasuk? V'yom heirosbo is that, do you have that mashmoz? Do you, do you hear in that pasuk the lesson that it's coin telling milsa or not? So just simply machlokas, I guess there is some flexibility in darshin psukim of what is your style of darshan psukim, and do you hear in that pasuk that lesson of that it's optional or not? Mashmoz darshan yikibenayu, and Rama Amar tvarishus yikibenayu. And again, we're going to have to stop here. But Rava actually debates this idea of if we allow a mitzvah to push things off. Uh, sorry, the kohen to push things off if it's a tvarishus. And there is a shita that says that no, when it comes to optional matters, you cannot simply just push things off. It has to be for some sort of need or mitzvah, etc. And that's when you're allowed to do it. We're talking. Outside of Colmore or on Colmore? We're talking about in general. Just in general. It's always based on the coin. So. Okay, I guess we'll pick up from here tomorrow, Bez Hashem. But, uh, we don't take the approach that this person that's afflicted, that, you know, he's all drinking the Kool 